Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Define University podcast, a space designed for educators to ignite your passion, transform your mindset, and learn to love who you are in the process. My name is Lindsay Titus, and I am here to share simple yet strategic steps each week with you to build your momentum into creating a life full of purpose and passion. The time is now. Let's dive on in to today's episode. Welcome back, everybody. We are here, episode five of the Define University podcast. And how amazing is it that we are five episodes in? Guys, one month ago, I had no idea what I was even doing. I knew I wanted a podcast. I knew in my heart that it was something I was called to do, I was meant to do, but I had no idea of the how. And I let the how stop me and hold me back for so long until I finally said, you know what, enough is enough. Lindsay, you will figure it out. You always figure it out. And it's so true. I always find a way. And some ways might come easier, some ways might be harder, but I always find a way. And that has become a new standard of my life. And what's really cool is this is gonna tie right on into what we are talking about in today's episode. But the even cooler part of today's episode is that it comes from you as the listeners, as followers. I get so many questions, so many DMs with such amazing insight, curiosities, wonders that you all have. So I thought what better way to answer them than through a question and answer session. And even cooler because I get so many questions that there is no way I could answer them all in one one sitting. What I've decided to do is every fifth episode of the podcast is going to be a Q&A session. So keep those questions coming. Send them to me. You know where to find me. Facebook and Instagram are where I'm most often. I'm also on Twitter. Send me a DM. Let's connect. One, I love connecting with my followers and listeners. That That's just amazing in and of itself. But two, keep those questions coming because that's what I will use for future Q&A recordings of the podcast. All right, so for today, what are we going to talk about? Today, we are going to talk about guilt. Anyone anyone have that? Teacher guilt, mom guilt? We're going to talk about guilt. I'm going to share with you how I, how I prioritize my energy to stay, you know, pretty positive. <laughs> yeah, I have my moments, but how I can make those moments very short-lived and how I can then hop back on the positivity train. And the last thing I'm going to share with you is how do I balance life as a working mom? So let's jump right in. So a few moments ago, I shared about standards and why that's important is because, so the standards are how we live our lives. Think of them, you know, you can think of them as habits, you know, for, for sake of this podcast, you know, they are, they're, they're the platforms that we stand on, right? They are who we are. And so for me, anytime I need to rewrite a standard or create a new one, it's because I get sick and tired of doing something the same way that I'm doing. It no longer works for me. It no longer serves me. So for when we talk about guilt, it's a perfect example. I felt guilt for so long. Every time I would be home, I would be thinking about work and feeling guilty because I should be right? Here we are. We know, we know we can't go a podcast episode with me without saying should. You know, I would have this should mentality. I lived in shouldville. All right. I'm home playing with my daughter, but I, I'm thinking about work, but I th- shouldn't think about work because I should be present with my daughter. Vice versa. When I was at work, 
oh, what, you know, what's Kaylee doing? I should be home with her. It was this back and forth conflict and none of it was serving me. Guilt was not serving me in one sense of the word. Well, let's talk about that. What does guilt even mean? When you look up guilt, it means the fact of having committed a specific or implied offense or crime. Wait a second. By sheer nature of that definition of loan, that is not a feeling I want to associate with. So I got sick and tired of it. I don't even like what it means. Guess what? I have the power to rewrite that standard. And so do you. Anytime we rewrite a belief, a habit, a standard, even a behavior, we know it's not enough to just say, well, I don't associate it with it anymore. We could say that, absolutely. But more often than not, we're going to go back to our old ways because that's what's programmed in our minds. When I talk about living in default over making decisions, that's exactly it. Our default mode is set by the habits, the behaviors we do, because to some degree, they are working. We do the things we do because they work. They serve a purpose for us. It's the same with our students. They do the behaviors they're doing because it serves a purpose for them. It solves a problem that they have. It's not enough to just hope that, our, that these things will go away. It wasn't enough. I couldn't just hope that guilt would go away. I couldn't hope that guilt wouldn't surface. It doesn't work like that. I had to replace it with something else. And this is often a key factor. It's something I talked about back in episode one. It's the key factor that's missing when people, teachers, anyone seeks to reduce challenging behavior. We forget we need to replace it with something else. So for guilt, I replaced it with trust, full trust in who I am and what I'm doing. See, I no longer have a belief that I can do anything wrong. I no longer make wrong decisions. Any decision to me is better than staying in default mode because it's moving me forward. Any decision is better than no decision. And I know that default mode, meaning I do what I do because I've always done it that way. That's what I'm talking about when we talk about default. Default mode keeps me where I'm at. And where I'm at, sure, it's okay, but I want more than okay. I deserve more than okay. And so do you. And so do your students. So if I can't make a wrong decision, I'm not guilty of decisions that I make. I know I can learn from any decision. And is there anything greater than learning? It's the same in our classrooms. Maybe the lesson didn't go the way you originally intended. Does that mean it was a bad lesson? Only if you call it that. Only if that's what you label it. Does that one lesson mean you should feel guilty as a teacher? There's that word again, get out of shouldville. It's only gonna bring those guilty feelings if you let it. See, that's the common theme here. If we allow it, we get to create the rules that we live by. We get to create what that effort and that attitude looks like. An attitude is a feeling. So I can choose to feel guilty or I can choose to feel trust in myself. So I don't know about you, but I, I decided and I kicked guilt to the curb and I found trust in who I was instead. So when I am home and my mind starts to shift and it goes to work, I say, I instead of saying, I feel guilty that I didn't get my work done, I say, I trust and know that that work will get done when it's meant to get done. And when I'm at work thinking about my daughter, 
I will say, I trust that when I'm with her this evening, we are going to have quality one-on-one -on -one time. See, there's no more guilt because what happens is when we are here in the present moment, but we're thinking about some somewhere else at another time, we're here, but we're thinking about there, that's where stress comes from. And I don't know about you, but I don't wanna be stressed anymore. I wanna live in the present moment and I want to love what I'm doing every single day. And that happened when I was able to kick guilt to the curb and reframe it with trust instead. All right, so the second question that I get pretty often is how do I keep my energy high? And this is so crucial, right? So, and it's, let me, let me start out by saying my energy is not always high. I have my moments. I, you know, I think each and every one of us live a roller coaster life. But what is happening is my my roller coasters are more like a kiddie coaster now. So in that, you know, when I do hit that bump, when I do hit that roadblock or that trigger, they don't derail me. I'm not going 100 miles an hour downhill. I'm going down and then I'm able to get up because I'm able to see the bigger picture. So for me... I keep my energy high by knowing my true passion and purpose. And I know you're probably like, but what, how did you figure that out? Well, I figured it out through years of personal development. It's what I created my mastermind course, Ignite Your Legacy on. And it's what I teach every single day through not only my role as a behavior specialist, but also just through my connections on social media. It's why I so wholeheartedly believe in knowing your why because when I know my why, my energy is automatically high. I know that I can prioritize my energy to what is going to be launching me forward as opposed to what's going to hold me back. And this is also, what's also really important here is that you recognize what season of life you are in. So this has changed. My ability to keep my energy high has really changed you know, each season that I've been in. So my energy when Kaylee was a newborn at home or I was a first year teacher looked very different than my energy now where Kaylee's five and I'm in year 12 of my educational journey. But all along the way, to me, it's, it's using those little moments. It's so often our brains want to go to the big moments. We want, we want the big celebration. And I, you know me, I am all about celebrating. But what I'm going to ask you to do is celebrate those five minutes at a time. Those small steps, those small victories you are taking are going to build your momentum and launch you forward. It's also what keeps my energy high. I don't wait for the big things anymore to fulfill who I am. I do that with every single step I take along the way. So that might look like five minutes having my coffee hot in the morning instead of freezing cold in the afternoon. It might be enjoying and celebrating the hot shower I have before the day even begins. It might be the 10 minutes that I sit down on the couch after work and just chill. We've got to learn to find the small moments that are worth celebrating every single day because that's what's going to keep your energy high. If you're waiting for something out in the future, it's going to stay out in the future. Bring it to today. What can you celebrate today? That, in, and of, in, a, in a sense, it's how I keep my energy high. I stay realistic to the season that I'm in. I look for those little moments and I am always celebrating. To me, when you find things to celebrate, more things to celebrate come your way. 
And this is amazing to do with kids too. I shared about this on Instagram last week. I typically share it every Friday because for me, Fridays are for celebrating. But here's the key, involve your students in this. It is not, it's not second nature yet for people to celebrate all the little things. In fact, I often get the opposite. I often get teachers to say, you want me to celebrate what? You want me to celebrate that they raised their hand? You want me to celebrate that they were on time for class? Yeah, I do. Because one, what's the harm? And two, you're going to connect with that student a whole lot stronger than if you don't. If we wait and we have kids that we they have to earn our celebration, we've lost them. There's no point. Celebrate. Celebrate non-contingently, meaning just because. And when we do that for our students and we model it, they start to do it for each other. And they start to celebrate the, the small successes of, of each other. And you know that when you go into a room and I went in one this week and it was truly amazing to see because I know this teacher has been working so hard on celebrations. As I was walking around the class, I saw a student get frustrated. He slammed his pencil on the table, his head went down. And before the teacher could go over, the kid sitting right next to him say, said, but buddy, you already got the first question done. Don't let the second question get, get you all riled up. You've got this, buddy. Remember last time? We did it together. And I just sat there, tears coming because it was the most beautiful moment. And it was because the teacher had modeled. Had that not been modeled, I don't know that that student would have gone that far to say, buddy, you've got this. I'm in your corner. Remember that celebration we had? Let's do it again. So how do I keep my energy high? It's through the power of celebration. All right, last question for you today, and it is how do I balance life as a working mom? And the simple answer is I don't. <laughs> I don't believe in balance, at least not in the traditional way. So when I hear the word balance, I immediately see the scales in my head. You know, the ones we use back in, you know, probably fifth, sixth, seventh grade. You know, the ones I'm talking about, right? Where you had to put things on one side to balance out the other side. And for so long, I believed that that was what life was all about, trying to be balanced. And again, the easy answer is it's not. Well, so then what? You know, so how do I live a life full of all the things, including work, mom life, family life, me time, friend time, I have a business. It can be exhausting just thinking about it. And I loved the way Amy Fast described it on Brian Mendler's podcast, where she spoke about a work-life blend. And as soon as she said those words, it was like a light bulb went off in my head. And I said, yes, that's the way to describe it that I've been looking for. See, for me, work and life are two parts to who I am. And I could break down life into so many more variables, mom life, wife life, you know, my own personal life, friends, my business. But the key is that all those variables and work, they all add up to, to life, to my life in general, and they all add up to 100% me. That is the key. So yes, some days the equation is 75% work, 25% life, but others it's 80% life, 20% work, and it changes every day. But the constant in this equation is me. It always adds up to 100% me. And remember, guilt is gone. Guilt is no longer my sidekick, so trust is in its place. I trust that no matter what the numbers are, 
It's exactly where I need to be. And something that I think is so important to mention is that this work-life blend concept, it's still new to me. It's something I've been working intentionally at for the past year or so, because prior to that, it was always 100% work, maybe 95% work, 5% life. I woke up thinking about work. I went to bed thinking about work. I spent hours at work and then at home, I was doing more, you guessed it, work. I found my worth in my work until I ultimately broke and I couldn't do it anymore. I had to find a different way, a simpler way, an easier way. And I found it within me and it's within you too. Remember, you get to create the rules of your life, the standards by which you live, and it all starts with trust. So there you have it. When you are looking for a work-life balance, Get rid of that word balance and make it a work-life blend. And then you get to create the equation. And remember that equation always adds up to 100% you. All right, everybody, that is a wrap on today's episode. I loved answering those questions. I love how they all had a theme kind of related to mindset. So they all kind of blended together. And so I hope you enjoyed that as well. Remember, we are going to be doing another Q&A actually for, it'll be episode 10, right? So every fifth episode. So send me those DMs. You can find me. You guys know this, but I'm going to remind you. You can find me on Instagram at lindsay.titus828. And remember, check out my stories. Every Monday through Friday, I hop on for a morning message just for you to kickstart your day, to get you moving, get that momentum flowing. You can also find me on Facebook um, in the Define University community page. Every Sunday, I go live at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to, again, kick off your week on the right foot. And I also have on my website, you can sign up for weekly freebies. So this week's freebie is actually a top 10 teacher affirmation sheet that you can print out, put right in your classroom, and use those power statements as you need them. I also have... Um, courses available. I just launched my VIP one-on-one coaching as well as have a self-paced course for my Mindset Shifting 101. So many amazing opportunities, so much amazing content. I am here for you. Remember that every single day. Let me know how I can help. If you enjoyed this episode, if you loved it, I would love that you would share it out. Tag me in it. Let me know, and again, reach out with those questions so that the next Q&A, I can answer a question of yours. All right, you guys, go have an amazing week ahead. I can't wait to celebrate with you and hear all the amazing work you are doing. And as always, we will talk soon.